Welcome to every film in the book. We're going to try to sneak on to the spaceship of knowledge. <laughs> the spaceship of knowledge? This isn't the magic school bus. <laughs> Miss Frizzle could get it. It's probably the reason uh, I'm in love with uh, redheads. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, Miss Frizzle. Seemed to have <laughs> the opposite <laughs> effect on me. Oh, <laughs> 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 hop on that magic school bus. I'm ready for a wild ride. <laughs> I don't know. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Did you get clearance for takeoff? <laughs> no, I, I, I fill out my fill page. out the request form. Welcome. Welcome to every film in the book. That's our podcast. We are a podcast. That is correct. Yeah. And Michael is looking very comfy over there. Well, my car's in the shop. I had to hitchhike here. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Where, where's your fancy ring? I want the laser ring. I don't. I. You, I'm not bringing that around you. <laughs> God damn it. Not after the last incident. <laughs> I'm sorry I pointed it straight at your eye, but I thought it would be funny. <laughs> but no, you are very you are dressed very appropriate. Yes. One has a house coat and a towel. One can then hitchhike across the galaxies. So what is what does the towel do? Listen. If you don't know what the towel's for, uh-huh. you do not deserve the towel. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, this week we are covering the 2005 masterclass hit, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Was it a hit? Uh, no, this, um, <laughs> I don't remember this doing very well mm. in, in, the, in the movies. This seems to be like the thing in some of the other movies that, Nobody watched them when they came out, and then five, six years later, everybody's seen it. Yeah. Yeah, one of those, not a slow burn, but I don't It, like, gained a fan base after the fact. Way after it. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a home video kind of movie. Mm. Yeah. I I still remember seeing this in theaters, and I had no idea what it was. I didn't know it was, like, based off, like, a book or anything like that. So like I went into this blind and when the movie freaking opens on like dolphins singing to me, I'm like, what the hell did I right. just get brought to? Because <laughs> right. uh, you knew it was going to be silly. You knew it was going to be a space movie. Right. But then, but then the opening sequence is like <laughs> they have narration and yeah. these, these wonderful pictures of the earth and everything going on and all the dolphins leave. Oh, mm-hmm. so you know how I've nitpicked like narration and shit in the past, and mm-hmm. like if your movie starts with narration, I'm gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. This is this is one of those like outliers where I'm like, I love the narrator in this movie. Like he's 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 pretty much one of the best points of comedy. I think. It's just yeah, I mean, explaining. and it's uh, that kind of movie where you expect there to be the goofy narration, right. and it's because it's not serious. It it doesn't bother you as right, being right. like a oh god okay we have to yeah. set things up through narration and it right. doesn't feel out of place and uh my favorite thing is they kept 
they kept it up through right. the whole, through the whole film. Yeah, like even explaining stupid little stuff like why do the doors sound like that? Well, that's just how you know there was narration for <laughs> yeah. you know a good bit of silly stuff. Yeah, and and, and just having that like outside voice kind of explain some of these like creatures and like some of the like circumstances to us like is definitely helpful in your crazy sci-fi movie <laughs> well yeah. with without a narrator you would have no idea what's going on right in, in a film like that <laughs> and they knew that and they were also like okay we can yeah explain everything as we go and make it funny or else no one will understand what's going it's on like at by all the second the drop of Zaphod Beeblebrox, I would have been like, <laughs> like all right, come okay, on, what all right, guys. <laughs> What on, is guys. this British-ass shit? <laughs> Zaphod um, Beeblebrox. Yes, it's very uh, British dry humor, and uh, I, I have said this before with those kinds of movies where it doesn't really give me the giggles. Like, it, <laughs> it doesn't really make me laugh usually. Like, I, I like when jokes have like some thought behind it and it's not just dumb humor right. and they definitely put their thought into you know everything they were doing yeah so i appreciated it but it didn't really make me laugh all that much <laughs> i just i just love in like that opening scene when they're like a uh, uh most deaf grabs uh Martin Freeman. <laughs> Most I forgot their act. What are, what are their names in the movie? I forget. I, I don't, I don't know. even know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but like he, he, he takes them from his house that's about to de- be demolished and he brings them to the bar and he's like slamming drinks. <laughs> we've, got an, we've got 10 minutes to drink this much but beer. I love the bartender. He's like, you really think the world's going to end, huh? And he's like, yep, most likely. And he's like, he's like, should we do anything? He's like, well, well what are you going to do? And he's like, we could put like a bag over our head. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead yeah, and do yeah, it. Yeah, that'll be fine. That'll <laughs> like, be whatever, fine. whatever you got. Like, I, I love like those stupid like character interactions where it's like, like I know nobody in their right mind while the world is ending is going to be like, should I like lie down and put a bag over my head? <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's what I would do. But yeah. like it, it kind of adds like that levity that like you need to like blow up the entire <laughs> world right. in about two minutes. I, I also thought it was funny that the circumstance that he was in and the circumstance he was worried about, like he was so worried about them demolishing his house. Like we, we've had these files posted in downtown for years. Yeah. He's like, well, you can't wreck my house. You can't demolish it. And then he learns the world's going to explode. And he's like, but they're going to demolish my house. And he's like, no, the whole planet, including your house. Yeah, and he's like, oh, but I, I met this girl at a bar like three weeks ago. She was perfect. <laughs> I wonder if she's going to show up later. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely showing up later. Definitely. Yeah. I, but like I I love when the when the when the fleet shows up and they give like the same excuse that uh the construction crew gives to Arthur and he's just like he was like, "Well, if you, I don't see why you're all complaining. Like these plans have been down at your local galactic planning office right? for centuries." For centuries. Yeah. Like how would you get to a galactic planning office? Well, That's one might don a bathrobe and a towel and hitchhike. <laughs> yeah? What do you think about that, Steve? Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I guess the bathrobe for comfort, but I don't... For Let's just talk about the amount of good luck that dude has. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, It's all luck. <laughs> this whole movie is luck. I mean, I, I feel like if the world was going to blow up, he lucked out having an alien friend who knew how to get off the planet. So, pretty, okay. Pretty lucky. Yeah. A big question I have about this whole thing, and I'm going to bring this up probably later too, is like, 
the world building <laughs> world building because that literally happens later but like the world building of the whole thing how much do the humans know about intergalactic travel are there i guess there are aliens living amongst them but do they know is it like a secretive thing like they don't really explain the level of like earth knowledge compared to like this whole other universe happening now i could be wrong i think why they don't explain it is because everybody on earth dies in the first yeah. like five minutes so it doesn't matter if they know right but it also kind of plays into our main character yeah. and his understanding of everything like clearly he doesn't know anything about it but also he doesn't seem surprised by the fact that there are there's like a whole different like yeah, there are like planets he took it very with, well yeah, yeah he didn't yeah. he wasn't phased at all so yeah. i'm like there <laughs> like must the be some like, understanding like, yeah i'm not actually from greenwich i'm from a small system outside of like near beetlejuice yeah. or whatever yeah and they're like oh, okay it's like, oh, He's cool. like, that's cool. You just bought me a beer, so <laughs> you can say whatever you want, yeah. and I'll believe it. Oh my god, him showing up with that shopping cart full of beer! I I, I described that guy to Danielle as you. I'm like, yeah, he would always just show up with like a shopping cart full of beer. <laughs> shopping cart full of beer. <laughs> you're working? No, this is beer drinking time. No, it's beer day. <laughs> like, I gotta beer. go to work. Well, you're calling out because you're gonna be drunk. <laughs> it's beer day. But yeah, I mean, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of moments where we. Um, oh yeah. We're like, this doesn't add up right but so, comedy <laughs> a ton of this film doesn't add up you and know what? Th- like i don't really care yeah. yeah like all of the planets and places all have breathable human atmosphere yeah <laughs> no one questions it yeah i mean that is true maybe they have universal uh breathers no they <laughs> only had the yeah, the ear, the ear, the babble, the babble slug, babble slug. That was very like Star Warsy, like the little creature that's in a jar that like does something <laughs> that you're like, why is it a small slug? Like, what does that do? Well, well it can fit in your ear. Yeah, and it eats your sound and then shits out language, <laughs> feeds on your brain. It's waves. like, why didn't they use a technology? It's like, no, they're using like a well, a it's creature. it's reusable. It's uh, good for the environment, <laughs> low production well, I cost. Think I think they did that on purpose where they're like, this would normally be an electronic device. Instead, we made it a slug. (laughs) (laughs) And you're still going to understand everything everybody says in the film. Because, like, I know in, like, you know, like Star Trek, they had, like, that earpiece and it auto translates for you. So I guess, like, they were like, what if we went like that, but the organic route? Right. I will say, like, uh, I did get some Star Trek y elements, like, especially with the kitchen and, like, the thing that reads, like, your. what I, you're craving most and makes food for you. Yeah. Like that's more Star Trek I, I think. would literally break into Area fifty one if I knew they had that technology. <laughs> so I could take that home with me and then just put my face and like all my meals are taken care of. No, but it was what you crave most. So I would show up naked on that tray <laughs> every time. You just like, it's what you want to eat the most, and it's, it's just Steve. Michael naked. It's like. just me. It's just me every time. I wanted waffles. No, you didn't. It's like, apparently, it's like Steve. It is two thirty in the morning. I have to be up for work in two hours. What the hell? <laughs> Sorry, I was craving cheeseburgers. <laughs> I was craving cheeseburgers. Uh, I forgot. It always summons you. <laughs> that's that is that is one uh, thing about this film that they don't explain like stuff and how it works right. mm-hmm. but they will explain like this toasts your bread as you slice it mm-hmm. and it's this like, gives okay. you whatever you whatever you want and <laughs> yeah. these translate whatever it's a slug yeah. like okay 
all that little stuff could have been completely skipped. Yeah. Yeah, you could have just shown those and we would understand, yeah. whereas there are other things that needed explaining and they didn't. that they yeah. didn't explain. <laughs> they're like, what should we do? Let's do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially the first time you see the improbability drive stuff. Oh, I like, like that. That is like they they show it first before they explain it. Right. And I literally turned to you. I was like, what is happening? Because like they didn't explain it right away. They like did that, continued on with the scene, and then they cut to the narration of explaining mm. what it is. And I was like, oh, okay. Why didn't we get the narration immediately <laughs> after that happened? One, one thing with that that's cool is the things the ship turns into. Yeah. The first time you see it is like, uh, like double cherries and like a banana or whatever mm. stuff on a slot machine yeah, yeah. whatever it's oh like that yeah, was that was kind of funny and like, they end up turning into like and it would like completely alter their dna yeah. and they'd slowly pop to, like, we're yarn people now we're all fabric <laughs> well, like when they when they first get picked up by that ship and they're like it's like i think i feel like a sofa <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that the sofa one was weird, and like, then they what? just like blip back to being people, because obviously they're not gonna show like morphing into it. That's too I, much. I would have loved if like the rest of the movie they were just sofas until they figured out how to become <laughs> not sofas. Slightly different direction. The film would have gone in. Yeah, see, this is why you shouldn't let me direct movies. Yeah. I'd be like, wait, that sofa wait. thing's really <laughs> cool. This, this movie has eighty-seven plots. Well, we let Steve direct it. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, the you know the movie is clearly called Hitchhiker's Guide to, Ga- to the Galaxy. Yes. So, th- the one thing is they really only hitchhike between like two ships, right? Like, yeah, he only hitchhikes twice. They're on the the. He gets picked up by the the bureaucrat yeah. nation, and then they and then, fall out of that ship. And like they, he doesn't even hitchhike to get into the. No, like, they get they get picked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah like they get picked up because of the improbability drive. It just yeah. kind of like sucks them in. Yeah. But uh, oh, um, but that that part like as they're getting launched into space, and it's like that big fake out because they're standing in front of that huge door, and you think like the door is gonna open in and they're gonna get sucked out, but they just like drop through like a little trap right? door. Yeah, like, I love the stupid like subverting your yeah. This is what normally happens in space movies. They're gonna go a different direction. Right. Mm-hmm. They did that a few times with some mm-hmm. things. Um also we know everything's possible and we're still surprised that the um the president has like a second head and a third yeah, arm and I like, didn't get those, the second head. Yeah. Like is it is oh. he like required to like split so, his personality or something? He, well, he wasn't required to, but in order to be the president, there's parts of his personality that weren't good for oh, being the president. Right. So he just had them cut out and put into a different head. Oh, so he could yeah. still have yeah, those so he could still have them, but with, uh, but not his um, figurehead. Which which that, is the president. That's all like fine, whatever. What I don't understand about his whole like presidency thing is like, why is he just alone on a ship with his girlfriend? Oh, he kidnaps like, himself. Yeah, he's, but he like stole he stole himself. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have like staff or anything. Well, yeah, it would be hard to kidnap yourself with staff. Yeah, just Marvin. Yeah, just just Marvin the robot and so his wait, lady friend. He is the current acting president, but he bailed. Yeah, and he's still seen as like the president. Well, yeah. That would be like yeah. it's like Biden like just leaves tomorrow. I was like, well, and he's technically, like, well, he's still I don't want to, I don't want to do this no more. He's like, well, you're technically still the president. I guess we could replace you. 
Well, I just mean like you'd think in the in the galaxy that they're in, if the president's like, no, nah, I'm out of here, they'd just be like, fine, we'll get a new one. There's <laughs> so many billions of life forms <laughs> in the whole galaxy. You know, you're bringing up some good points. For <laughs> sorry, if it was a regular <laughs> movie, that, those would be good points for a regular movie. I'm thinking but too much yeah. about it. All, yeah, I yeah, I yeah. I, I think, think it's it, just a stupid plot line where yeah. he he just decides to kidnap himself because he's a party well, and, president. And it's also that's how um, that's their motivation is they're being chased. Yeah. Mm. So almost, almost like in Star Wars. No, <laughs> no, not at all. No, no one chases anybody in Star Wars. What are you talking there about? There are no chases. There are no chases. Yeah, certainly not in a pod. Especially not through yeah, lights. Those are racist, not chases. <laughs> oh, damn. Come on, Steve. Fuck. And when they like jump into light speed and stuff, like, you know, like if, how they do in if, Star Wars. If some Star Wars ships would have turned into like bowls of yarn and fruit, they would have been cool. I, I would have liked Star Wars a little bit more, I think. It, it's a little bit like space ballsy. Yes. Mm. It is very space ballsy. But oh, I love Spaceballs. Can we watch Spaceballs? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about a movie. <laughs> but the, the whole convoluted plot is pretty simple. Right. Yeah. They do a whole bunch of stuff. A little bit of it makes sense. Yeah. And they accomplish something by the end of it. Right. I do have one bone to pick with this movie. Uh, just, just one. one. Just one. A single bone. A single bone. I hate the love. Uh, triangle? No. Well, the triangle part's kind of fun. Just because I love Zayfro. <laughs> I like the triangles. <laughs> it adds it a little spice. No, uh, I Learning don't. Learning things about Steve. <laughs> I don't get Zoe Deschanel's like, turn at the end where she like finally decides like she wants to be with Arthur. Because like she's shooting the dude with the truth gun, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Oh, you know, you ran away with a dude who, uh, you know, you thought understood you, but doesn't. But the, you're worried that the guy who actually understands you, like, you blew your shot with." But I was like, Arthur never understood you. Like you, you wanted to be like the adventurous kind of fun, carefree going girl. And when you first met him, he was very reluctant and hesitant right. to want to be the adventure like he wouldn't even go with her to guy. miami did you miss the moment before that though like when he has that scene where she's taking a shower and he comes in and he's being all like I, I don't even remember exactly what he says but they have like a moment there and that's like the one like reflection point you get for her being like Maybe, Maybe he understands, he understands me. me. You but know? Like, it's even though they yeah. still don't know each other and yeah. they can't right. fall in love that quick. Right. And like the fact that he's like head over heels for and he's like, she's definitely the one. I'm I'm a hundred percent gonna marry her. But like it, there was no like I don't know. Maybe I want my love a little more lovey. <laughs> a little more drawn out. <laughs> I well, want I want a little more love to my love. Steve, we only have an hour and forty five minutes of this movie. Well, to do the love plot, to do the hitchhiking, to do the the okay, whole well, end the plot, whole galaxy, like the, all yeah. the galaxy. Well, like, cut out, you know, I don't know them getting slapped by fly swatters <laughs> in the desert. Maybe just like five minutes, and at her being like, "I might love you, Arthur," and he's like, "I might love you too, Zillion." Yeah, that's the thing. Is like they, there's too many things yeah, happening. There's a lot of stuff that it's happens. It's gonna be yeah. rushed, you know. Well, and it was kind of cool. So, like, I was looking at some of the stuff for this, and. Um, 
just as like a little Steve tidbit. Oh my word. <laughs> um, they were saying um, like the original Hitchhiker's Guy was like a radio show that mm-hmm. uh, they used to do and it was like a episodic weekly thing. Six part radio show. And then show. Douglas Adams came in and he wrote a book and they were saying the book wasn't a direct translation to the radio show. It took like bits and pieces and right. kind of retold the story but it still kept some of the characters and then they were saying the movie was made to also do that not yep. be a perfect representation of the that's book, how they've done everything yeah and they just yeah. kind of pull a few things to keep the characters genuinely the same and you know go on from there but like it's kind of cool to see that because like you know a lot of people always complain like oh it, the book was the better, book was better. Uh, read the yeah. book but, like this was purposely made and so was the book to not be like a one all one to one yeah yeah. like it's it's meant to be like a oh well this is my interpretation of the hitchhiker's guide oh well this was my interpretation and this was their interpretation and that's Mm -hmm. that's something that's pretty popular with like movie people is they're like oh they made it the same but they forgot this this and this right and they're like oh i don't like it because it wasn't the same well this was you're right. Like it wasn't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So it's each its own different thing, just using the same kind of key ingredients. Right. Um, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing more of that. Like you, you really only get that stuff in horror films with like <laughs> the different people that make them. Right. Like the John Carpenter's Halloween was much different than Rob Zombie's. Oh, but God, I, yeah. You know what I mean? But like they're both Halloween. Yeah, both. And some people like Still one Michael more than Myers. the other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's better to uh, lean into the not being exactly like the book. Right. It's like all those Harry Potter nerds being like, well, the book was better. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. I can watch them cast spells instead of reading about it. <laughs> or be like me and refuse anything Harry Potter. <laughs> That's also fair. Never done the books, never done the movies. Dude, you're not missing out on no, much. No, I'm not. I'm going to get crucified right. for that. Yeah. But you're, you're not missing out we're on not, much. We're not talking about Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, the, the whole thing with it being more um you know different from the book is also good because you have so much more time with a book right a book doesn't take somebody an hour and 45 minutes to read Mm. there's like so much more detail in the storytelling that like you're never going to get everything right right so it's like you What's no, and it's 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 just the only comparison. Yeah, it, people always do it. It's like, well, yeah. it can't be because this would be a fifty-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if people are like, well, the book was better. Oh, really? What you made up in your imagination <laughs> to fill in the blank space was better yeah. than what someone else did right. in their head? It's oh, like, crazy! You yeah. got to see a depressed robot walk around screen. Like that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't have to use my imagination the at sighing, all. Yeah. The sighing door. <sighs> yeah. It's like, the ship was meant to have a human personality. I think it's dreadful. <laughs> I think it's dreadful. Yes, can we talk about the the robot side of, of yes. the things? Marvin. Marvin. Yeah. Marvin. Well, like, I, I thought, for some reason, I thought he was going to be, like, smaller. He was actually, like, huge. Yeah, he's a, he's a big guy. Well, his head's ginormous. Yeah, yeah well, he knows everything. <laughs> now, I, I saw Warwick Davis in the in the credits, did he play Marvin? Was he? I don't know. In the suit? I don't know. Because he was in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, oh, they were allowed to work other jobs? Well, no, I was just <laughs> relating it to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I bet some of the sound people were the same as Star Wars, <laughs> yeah, too. Probably. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, no, I they love, I love the, the design. On paper. <laughs> like, I love the idea of, of, like, a robot that was given a human personality 
and is just utterly depressed. <laughs> like, yeah. there's just something about an emo- an emotional robot because they're always like, "Beep boop, I'm a robot." <laughs> yeah, or or the other way, and they're like, "What can I get for you?" Yeah, you know, yeah. Like the C three PO, like super happy. It's the yeah. anti C three PO. Yeah, well, C three PO is funny because he he gets like worried about things. Yeah, but it's more in like a. Because he wants to make sure his job is done right. right. Marvin's just trying to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You all just left me here. I, lo- I love how he pro- uh, he points out that his personality programming was a prototype. Yeah. And he's like, it's well, the first one. <laughs> it didn't go well. Everything sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. He has, like, too much emotion. Yeah, no. He's, he's oh, like, he's like this the smartest robot that knows everything. Get the hitchhikers to the brig. <laughs> <laughs> just like after they jump through like those boards, he's like, "There's a point five chance that they're all dead." <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> he's just like, "Thank you." <laughs> so yeah, part of um, the one thing that made it feel like kind of like a smaller world to me was that we didn't see a whole lot of instances of other robots being used. Right. Like we didn't. It's kind of like the whole droid thing, you know, like there's droids everywhere in Star Wars. And when you have one that's like a main character, it Mm. stands out because it has like a personality. But he kind of just stands out because there's no other like robots (laughs) in the whole like movie, really. Yeah, there's more there's more tech. Yeah, there's like the the AI like voice and everything that controls the ship. The ship's computer is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, navigate us here. Oh, I sure would love to. Unfortunately, my navigation is down. <laughs> yeah, I do like the contrast between those two. A really right. happy ship, really depressed. Yeah. Robot. It's like, it is my absolute pleasure to uh, inform you that two nuclear missiles are coming <laughs> right at us. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'd like to start evasive maneuver. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's amazing. I love, I love the differences between your two uh, kind of artificial characters. Yeah. Yeah, like it it creates a good balance, you know. Yeah, he, like he, one's trying to die and the other <laughs> one's just happy to happy tell you anyway. all the time. Yeah, that's nice. But yeah, I don't know. It's that and also like you don't really see any other humans besides like Yeah, it's like our main people. cast and then like that lady that's like dancing around yeah. with, the, with the weird guys. Okay, that's a lie. At the end when they're building the planets, there are workers who are like human you yeah, know, as well. human-ish. We yeah. human-esque. Assume. They're like eh. they're like clones. <laughs> I think they yeah. they all like look the same. It's all Ted. <laughs> like, yeah. What's up, Ted? <laughs> you just hear a whole planet worth of yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do we where do we go next from this? Because the plot is kind of yeah. I mean, ridiculous. it's, it's kind of it, plot is ridiculous. It's like them on this mission to find the ultimate question or like the answer to the ultimate question. No. But there was people that tried it before. Yes. And cause our, our, they built our, a computer. Yeah. Like our president, Zafod Beeblebrox is, is obsessed with this video clip that shows these, these sentient beings making a computer and the computer is tasked with the uh, answering the, yeah, the ultimate question. answer. Why we are here. What is life? What is the meaning to any of this? answer that for us but the the thing is they never ask the robot that question they ask it give me the answer to the ultimate question but they never define the yeah. question and then just, like even the robots like well what do you mean and they're like well the question to life to any of this to all of this and like the robots like 
Oh, whatever. All right, I'll give you. Come give back in one million years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then when they come back, the robot's only answer is forty-two. 42. Mm. And everybody's all pissed off, and they're like, "Well, what the hell does forty-two mean?" And she's like, "No, I put a lot of thought into it. It's it's forty-two, it's 40, guys. forty-two. <laughs> um, but then she basically says, "Okay, well, if you want to know the meaning to life, or like." the question why we're here all that he's like i'll create a new computer for you right and you guys will run this experiment over like thousands and thousands of millennia whatever at least like seven million years yeah yeah and um they that's basically our backstory to why they're trying to get to this planet magra magrathia magrathia oh yeah i can't believe i forgot magrathia we're going to magrathia it's magrathia magrathia you know, I like Sam Rockwell, uh, the guy who plays Zaphod, yeah. but like sometimes he's too much. Like mm. he's got like that goofy personality, but like sometimes it's too much. Like he acts like that in the freaking Poltergeist remake that he's in. Well, you can't, <laughs> you can't really knock him for because he had part of his personality cut out and put into his second <laughs> head. All right, Steve. He so has he's only a, half a personality. So he doesn't have any of the balancing. <laughs> his brain was run by a lemon there for a while. Well, that's how they get him the good juice. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It's like, oh, well, it works, but it's dumb. Why it, it works. just enough. Just yeah. enough. But yeah, so they, they, you know, they're doing all these like hijinks. Uh, I'm pretty sure Zoe Deschanel gets kidnapped at some point. Oh, you're pretty a, sure. Pretty, pretty sure. sure. She gets there's lost a rescue the, scene, yeah. a DMV line scene. That's yeah. oh my god, that's my favorite. It's like we're trying to release this prisoner, but this isn't a presidential release form. <laughs> it's like, but the president's right here. Yeah, this one's not the blue. <laughs> this one's blue. So they go, they go get it and get her out. And yeah, I mean the the comedy is like you know the best part of the movie pretty much right. <laughs> like and then well, it's they like never, i like that style yeah like that. and they they never can get to where they need to go without something happening yeah something's gotta happen like either they're um the bureaucratic people are, are chasing them again and they've caught up mm-hmm. and then they jump to hyperspeed but instead of just jumping to hype they're like do they fill out to <laughs> hyperspeed request for it's like okay i wouldn't have thought about that <laughs> we know they're bureaucratic people but then they're like oh, we should be over here with mm-hmm. the film but we're gonna stay here for a bit mm. right just to be dumb and then <laughs> you jump forward with them i like that kind of stuff yeah yeah well it's got like that like guy Ritchie kind of humor that like i, I gravitate towards because it's it's stupid and it's, it's kind of dumb my slow brain can help <laughs> <me with it. laughs> yeah again it's like it's not really what makes me laugh the most but yeah. i mean i appreciate the thought behind the jokes and um like i'll still stand behind that whale scene <laughs> is my like it, it gets me every time because he's like what am i where am i who am i what is this thing behind me i'll call it a tail i'll <laughs> call it like, a tail it's like what oh. am i feeling this wind it's wind it's like oh that thing is coming at me very very quick uh it's big it's loud it needs an own sound a uh, ground hello ground boom <laughs> and the mushroom cloud i think is a whale at terminal velocity oh my god like it's amazing and then like not even to take away from the whale but a, a potted plant falls next to him, and the story actually re- like then goes off on a beat about the potted plant. Yeah, and he's like, and the only thing the plant thought was, oh, not again. And the whole <laughs> and like the 
the mystery of why the plant said that right. is what fueled like exploration for like years or something. But that's all completely unnecessary. Oh yeah, it does none of it. Nothing for it. the plot. No, no. But it's just there for the giggles. Yeah. Like, sometimes, I sometimes I need the giggles. Sometimes <laughs> just I need the a giggles. little giggles. So I will say that um, you know there is this part to the plot that actually gives a little bit of something where. It's the whole what is the meaning of life thing, right. you know, and you have those moments with uh, what's his name? Tao guy. Um, I think it's Ford. <laughs> I'm Michael. I've only been doing this for 40 freaking episodes. I've known um, you for a long time. When he is like going through the world building factory. Yes. Yeah. And like he has this moment where he's seeing all these elements yeah. from Earth and and he's feeling very like you know, wow, this is like the beautiful earth that I right. that I grew up on. And, and it's like, it kind of hits you with a little bit of like, oh, wow, this, this movie has like a slightly deeper meaning. Yeah, there's yeah. a good bit of depth to it, yeah. for sure. And well, then it goes into the whole like, you know, love story side of it too. Yeah, because like, like his whole monologue at the end there when the mice are like, <laughs> that sounds so weird without setting that up, <laughs> where the mice are interrogating him <laughs> to... The um, what was it like the prince and princess of yeah. the land that made the computer turned mm-hmm. into mice to hide on Earth to yeah, eventually like study people, find someone that'll ask the yeah. But like his, his monologue of like you know, it's like my only question is like, is she the one? And I can say without a doubt, like yes. And like he goes on and on and on and. So like barf. <laughs> like, yeah. Why don't you go tell your feelings to somebody who cares? <laughs> no, but like it it is like a nice heartfelt moment and like the mice are just like, That's stupid. Cut him open anyway. <laughs> right? Yeah. We need yeah. his brain. Like I, I enjoyed those moments where, you know, it, it did feel like there's there's a little yeah, something. There's a little there's some heart to the movie. Yeah. 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 No, I, I I think this one's just a fun it's just a fun space movie. Fun, stupid, <laughs> yeah. fun, stupid movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there there could have been a little bit more space things, but yeah, I mean, they, they could have did more here or there. Maybe yeah, made I, it like a full two hours. I was gonna to, say they they could have made the runtime just a little longer. I think well, they like, could have done. You more. were saying um, the ending did kind mm. of feel like it just came and went. Yeah, and, like they it were wrapped done up and o- real yeah. quick. Yeah, and I could. I couldn't help but agree. Like it, it did kind of like wrap up real quick with a nice little like bow on it. Everything turned out fine, and mm-hmm. you know all the stories are good. Yeah, like they got together, the little love story, yeah. and then like the president and this other girl. What they they didn't do much with that. The the no. other lady who was like definitely trying to they just the president, they just showed like, them <laughs> together at the end. Yeah, like was she was it. real horny for him. Oh yeah, um, and. They could have had, yeah. They could have had like a little bit more, like back and forth with them, right? Just a little bit, just to set up that, like they, you know, fly off together Mm -hmm. or whatever. I think, Um, I think one of the key things for what you're saying is, a lot of these dumb movies leave eight or nine things open ended, right? And you're always like, oh, like that's a stupid movie, but I would have liked to have seen how that ended up. Yeah. So for this one to tie everything up, not everything. They they left some holes, but mm. yeah. to tie the main things up neatly like that, I think we were kind of like, oh, they don't. We that got an, it. We got an explanation for all the four yeah. main things. That's crazy. That normally when I like it wasn't like a, a freaking sequel setup or anything like that. It was it just kind of like a 
Yeah. Bye. And yep. I was like, cool. This I'm was a fun project. Yeah. This is yeah. a silly story and a good script. Yeah. And but like we here came, we, go. we came to make a goofy space movie. We made a goofy space movie, and uh, that's all you get. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really elaborate much on anything else, or yeah. like showing like what did they do then? Like, um, uh, Zoe Deschanel and and what's his face? Like, they don't own a spaceship they don't have i mean like they built earth again i guess but it's like are they yeah. is that where they are now like well they were going on we, adventures <laughs> yeah they they're were going, going on adventures they with were going to the restaurant like, at the end of the universe yeah, yeah. and to that's a, the to get a that's the next book in yeah. the whatever restaurant at the end of the galaxy or whatever but it's it was called. the president's spaceship and they just took it <laughs> well they were with the president he was still with them wasn't yeah, yeah, See, yeah but that's weird she's hanging out with her ex now like See, uh, g- there's too much. Oh, there's a cat on oh. the table now. Speaking of oh. aliens, <laughs> excuse you. We we had another friend hitchhiking with us yeah. and didn't change back. Wait, the oh. improbability drive <laughs> just yeah, turned one, <laughs> turned our camera guy into gonna, a cat. Yeah, show the world your butthole, kitty. There it is. Oh All right. yeah. No. All right, get down, little girl. <laughs> get down. The improbability drive. <laughs> Now we're going to have to do a featuring kitty. Great. <laughs> no, I, I refuse. <laughs> we'll do a cage fight between me and the cat. But yeah, no, I mean, I I remember liking this in theaters. I still enjoy this one now. Oh, I held I, up for me. I watched it when it came out. I've watched it maybe one or two times since then. And then again, before this, uh, it was funny how much I remembered but it was funny how many details in what I remembered were missing. It was like, yeah. well, I re- you remember kind of what the movie's about, but there's so many little things in the film that you can't, like, uh, when they turned into different stuff. Yeah. I, oh, I forgot yeah. I forgot about that. So right. th- they it went wonk, wonk, wonk the first time, and I was like, oh, I forgot. I was like, they're going to turn into something stupid every time they hit that button right. in the spaceship. Yeah, I do think it's one of those that it's probably more enjoyable when you go back in and watch it again, fully knowing that yeah. there's not a lot of plot, there's right. not a lot of, you know, and those sort of things, and it's just goofy. I feel like I feel like we say that more and more. Oh, if if I knew what the movie was supposed to be, mm-hmm. I would have watched it with a different frame of mind. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that was my first time watching it, so for me, I got that. Um, I know for you guys, you've seen it before, so it's a little different for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but if if you haven't if you haven't seen this movie, it's like I don't know. Like, oh, we we want to know what mindset to be in. I don't even know how to explain this to someone without ruining anything to put them in the right frame of mind to watch this type of you film. Got, like, you just got to be a little silly, you know. It's like it's a silly space a little, movie. I'm like, a little silly. <laughs> I, I hate I hate to like shut your brain off and just go with it. But just, yeah. just go with it. It's yeah. just a fun little ride. There's yep. no stakes to it. There's nothing like, there's no world ending. Con- I mean, <laughs> there, yeah. there is world ending. Also, they answered the world ultimate yeah. question. But it's it's not like watching like Interstellar or fucking Arrival where it's like you have to heavy learn a new sci-fi. language. Yeah. yeah. This is like, this is fun. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. Just join this ragtag bunch of right people and, and go across the, the galaxy. stakes were the highest because the earth got blown up right <laughs> and the whole time we were like hey they blew and? up the earth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the highest stakes of them all and it didn't feel heavy right yeah. yeah and like when you got a narrator being like space 
According to the Hitchhiker's Guide, it is big. (laughs) Very, very big. (laughs) I like how they they describe the the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is the name of the film, which is also a book in the world, which is actually a book in the actual world. But it's not but a book, one, it's like an a, an intelligence catalog. Yeah. It's like but, a screen. But this one is popular because it was sold just a little bit cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like stupid oh, stuff yeah, like love, that. It's like, oh. there was another, there was a, I forget how, exactly how it goes. It's, it's like, like the third best seller the in the third. galaxy, shortly below How to Train a Wazak. Right? Something. It's like dumb. Like, uh, it's just a fun ride. And if you don't take it too serious, you're not expecting like glitz and glam like it's it's a it's a solid but as far as solid watch as far as like the sets and the landscapes and the technology used to make it like it's, it's decent like yeah. there's nothing yeah you can tell it wasn't like a big budget film yeah you can tell there's a lot of people in suits yeah which like, is a, not which is too better. much cgi yeah. like outside of like the space stuff there was a, a lot of like backgrounds yeah were but it wasn't the whole yeah i hate like like you can tell they didn't shoot like, it really, on a green you can't screen even, set you can't yeah. even put sand down and then just have a background <laughs> right like, like, yeah it's, yeah because i i don't i'm not the biggest fan of everything mm-hmm. being cgi mm-hmm. it's like i can tell your foot's not touching that <laughs> planet it's yeah. like so for this stuff you could you could definitely see that they made a lot of props they they had some you know, bigger stages to did some practical. Yeah, did some practical stuff. Um, but uh, what's the the fellow with the crab legs, the robot legs? Oh, Hamakavula. Yeah, who? What's the guy that plays him? Oh, that's John Malkovich. Yeah, he was in this movie. Yeah, hmm. there's a just, lot of people in this movie. Which is just random. Yeah. and he plays an integral role in yeah. the plot, and you <laughs> just so stupid. <laughs> Why does he have? Why no he body and he's yeah. crab legs and yeah and he he runs the church yeah like a, yeah it's for the like a little Kleenex. culty yeah and they're like we want to be blown away by the kleenex <laughs> <Right>. of truth <laughs> it's like, what the hell yeah i mean it's like that whole like you know just religion pun it's yeah. like everybody on every planet is gonna have some religion yeah. it's just not the one that that any of us have on earth mm. Giant oh. sp- floating spaghetti we monsters. We want to be covered by your <laughs> holiness. It's like sneeze us away as <laughs> we are the dust in your nostril. <laughs> yes, very funny, very funny. And you could tell, you could tell it was one of those like mega churches where he's like yeah. making money and doesn't care about it at all. He's like <laughs> the sneezer wants you to put a dollar in the basket. Right? <laughs> that uh. is, yeah, that is like one of the elements that actually like you know gives you a little sense of other parts of the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to put the stamp that says I recommend this one cuz it's a fun movie. I'm going to put more the stamp people says, should watch it. Stay calm or whatever it is. Stay calm. Don't, 42. Don't panic. That's what it <laughs> don't is. Don't panic. Uh, uh yeah, I mean So do we answer the ultimate question? I was going to say like uh I don't know if if they really explicitly said what the answer apparently the answer to the ultimate question is blow the world up find a way (laughs) to get a new world Mm -hmm. that was was that was pretty neat well you got to build a bypass dude well and it's all about bypasses we were wondering for you know a certain other film Mm -hmm. we did an episode on Mm -hmm. how the moon was a megastructure well it turns out 
it's a replacement moon because <laughs> they this is actually Earth 2.0 mm. that was kept Shit. in storage. So, so they made another moon too. So we're gonna have to go back and redo Moonfall. No. <laughs> oh, you know Moonfall what they, too. They retake. didn't explain the moon. Did they blow up the moon? Was the moon just like? I feel like that explosion would have taken the moon, but the explosion was so. Maybe they just so took precise. the moon with. Them. Well, without yeah. without Earth, the moon would just simply float drift away. away. I mean, it, it's being held in by Earth's gravity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it would just float away. That's um. The fourth book, where they go, <laughs> the moon. we bye have bye to moon. find the moon. We had important <laughs> things on the moon. We forgot about it. There, oh, yeah. there were nanobots in a war that's been raging for millions of years. Have you heard of the dark side of the moon? Yeah, Pink Floyd wrote an album about it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what an education I've received today. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to every education in the book. <laughs> every, all the educations in the book. Oh, my God. But well, yeah. that was quite the journey that through was the quite galaxy. Fun. So yeah. uh, who knew every film in the book contained some films about books? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like our name is a pun. Wow, almost exactly like <gasps> the, our name. Oh, is a dude, pun. we missed the perfect opportunity to just be a movie based on books podcast. All right, well, <laughs> now time for us to shut everything down. <laughs> all right, <laughs> delete it Restart. all. Restart. We're gonna do everything. <laughs> gonna blow over up again. the we'll podcast. Be, we'll be EFB point two. <laughs> Well, Next we'll, time on EFB Point Two, check out our second cherry channel. <laughs> <laughs> our second channel. Everybody has a second channel. <laughs> we got to make it a second channel. Yeah, where it's just pictures of our butts. <laughs> every book in the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, every uh, <laughs> every movie in the book. Every film. Every book in the film. Uh, mm, uh, we'll, we'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> come back to you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for watching yeah, and listening. I guess we should send them off with a so long. And thanks for all the fish. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> so long. Thanks for all the fish.